This week on the Media Virus Podcast. Oh no, the wrong nose is brown. NYPD employee gives boss a holiday lap dance. Professor hides cash prizes on campus to see who reads his syllabus. And we didn't do it, shouts the infection team on hearing of the labor shortage. It's from retiring boomers, not the lazy millennials. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctor in word, butt crack. Featuring the diversity duo Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show. The incomparable Matty Rockdev. So anyway. Ah, uh, damn! Do we have a festive show for you this week? I am Matty Rockdev. This is the Media Virus Christmas Extra 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 Fucanza. With, with me is, uh, as always, is uh, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latouris. Mike, how you doing today? Good evening, everybody. I am fine. Gluteal cleft. Gluteal cleft. That is a fancy doctrine word for butt crack. Gluteal cleft is a fancy doctrine word for butt crack. Yeah, Speaking... I, I, I thought that, you know, I, there's some things that... That we haven't addressed for a while, so I thought we'd address them. That's one of them. So yeah, every once in a while we have to remind you know new listeners or or fill in new listeners on the inside joke. It's great that we make these inside jokes all the time, uh, you know. But you know, what do they mean? Where does that come from? What is this? Well, uh, we were talking about oh shit, it's the same. Oh Christ, Juliet's going. You guys like it's the same one every time. <laughs> Uh, I did not. I did not invite uh, <laughs> Juliet to the chat. Oh boy! Uh, because it's it's the same one every time. And I guarantee she's not. Oh, here she is. Bing bong. Yeah, she was just waiting for you to let her in. Oh, <laughs> I think. Welcome to the program, uh, Scorpion Goddess. Juliet Everett hey. sitting in on our, our Christmas special. How you doing, Juliet? I am ready for Tipsy Tarot because I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> That's well, very, very exciting. And one of the so uh you know what well, Mike and I were just, just talking about and we lost the boss. We're going to give him a minute. And as soon as he gets back, I'm going to ask him if he would please, please, please give me permissions so I can share my screen with you tonight. Forgot to do that before uh, before showtime. I usually say, hey, can I have permission? And I didn't. But uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about tonight is the evolution of Tipsy Tarot and, and how that came to be. Uh, so we're going to ask you some questions about that uh because as new people come to the show i want them to understand why we do the things we do and how we do the things we do uh 
I'm excited. So am I. It. So am I. <laughs> I'm going to learn stuff. You want to learn some stuff? Yeah, I'm going to learn some stuff. Let's see if I'm in the, the, the teaching state of mind. Yeah. Are you still with <laughs> us there, uh, Rock Def? I think I was. I think I was gone for a while. You were. I was. Show no. Absolutely. What's that? I said show no. There he is. Yeah. So uh, what? I was trying to close things out on my phone, and uh, I closed out the Zoom. You did. Um, I did. While I'm thinking about it, could you make me co-host so I can like share my screen and stuff throughout the show time? Oh yeah. There's so much stuff that I apparently did not take care of. Well, I forgot to ask, so you know. I did bring jingle bells though. You did. And that's <laughs> really what else what else could you want? Uh now speaking of jingle bells, I mean, like I said, it is our uh you know, it is our, our Christmas special. Oh and, ho, uh, ho. that's right. And I made a little thumbnail there and it's sitting behind Mike. I'm very proud of. Uh Juliet, did you see the the thumbnail behind I did. Mike. I saw when you sent it to the chat. I oh, that's right. That's right. I, sent it. I, I love it. I love everything about it. <laughs> if I do this uh, just right, I can cover up the tree. Looks like he's pissing in my <laughs> ear. So what So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be pushing the top three. All the shit that we mentioned in the top three teaser, that's going to go to B-Block, and that'll be out. Uh, if you're listening to the audio uh, podcast, that'll be out tomorrow, Christmas Day. But this is Christmas Eve. Uh, and we had some we had some fun plans, uh, and yeah. so two things that we're going to be doing uh, in this block is the first thing is well, I don't know what's first. I'd prefer to get to the Santa interview, but we're going to remind people what Tipsy Tarot is and why it started, and and you know, and uh, basically just kind of you know talk about your journey over the past year because I think it's been about a year. Yep. Since you, yeah. since you started. So, you know, I, uh, yes. let's, let's, you guys want to get into that a little bit? Yeah. Oh, also, our BBC uh, correspondent, uh, that is the greatest background. I'm just taking a look at it now. <laughs> uh, Stanley McFadden, please welcome the BBC coordinator. Stanley is muted. Okay. He has unmuted himself. What up, bitch? I think. What are you eating, Big Daddy? Uh, uh, Cheese, Rangoon, oh, and a protein shake. Did you like take the stuff that they fill Rangoons with and wrap cheese around it? it it's it's basically cream cheese with uh, on a in a puff pastry. Yep, and a protein shake. What like? Yeah, crab no, I've I've had crab Rangoons. They're delicious. Oh, yeah, it's same thing. Mm -hmm. Same thing, just cream cheese. Little little celery onion and and cream cheese. Okay. You know what? You know what I discovered. You want something delicious? Take uh, the spreadable cream cheese and uh, just mix it with sugar and just mix it up real good. Damn! I don't like that texture. Fucking that delicious. So it's better than any cream. It's any better than any. So for a guy like you, Stan, you, you might want to add some cheesecake. salt to that, and you could die twice. <laughs> You could have diabetes and hypertension all in one. <laughs> oh, but it's okay because you're you're doing it before you put the egg in because you're making like cream cheese. So before you put the egg in, so it's healthy because you don't want to eat raw egg. <laughs> That's right. That's the. Wow. It's like cheesecake, but not really. 
That's right. All right. Um, I guess we'll talk a little bit with Juliet um, about Tipsy Tarot. The first time we had Juliet on, it was as a guest, and Tipsy Tarot wasn't even a thing. Um, Juliet was one of Doc's students, and we booked her as a guest because we thought it was interesting that she read tarot. And we and she had the shop, and she had you know she had the the Instagram thing going on. Yep. So, so it was, you know, it seemed seemed like a cool cool conversation to have. Um, and she and then we noticed that we could piss her off really easy. So it was like, oh well, let's have her on every month. <laughs> right. Well, there's a little more to it than that. Um, I think anyway. Um, one of the the the, the way it, it kind of came to be is, uh, we thought it'd be great to have her on and do a reading. And we realized that when we invited her in, we invited her into our show. And at the time, we were all drinking on the show. And I quickly realized that to effectively produce the show, I needed to stop doing that shit. uh, (laughs) Because the shows were starting to suck. But... The introduction was literally what you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, we we did a and whole segment. We would go into like whatever whatever our our drinking was, and then then it was. I think I proposed it that she just gets drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I think you came up with the name. I was just like, well, why don't you just come on? You'll get hammered, and uh, you know, do a reading. And we, what we found was, as Juliet drinks a bit, oh god, she gets a little foul mouthed. So, so we have this, we have this tarot reader. And she's got this great Boston accent. But if you get a couple of drinks in her, she sounds like she's this miserable bitch from Southie <laughs> screaming your tarot at you. And it's so awesome. I mean, that that's honestly where I felt the joke was in the bit. And and I, I still love it. I, 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 I love to just listen back to Tipsy Tarot because you, you sort of, when you hear tarot reading, you're like, Oh, the gypsy lady's gonna read my cards, and it does. I mean, it just—it's not, and it's—I—I I think that's a great. I think that—that's what makes the bit for me. And then it, and then it progressed from there that we we were having her on every four weeks, once a month, uh, and then I just—it was we were always talking about you know lunar cycles and. Uh, and it got me to thinking, you know, it's it also throws the balance of the show off. We have three guys on the show with one girl. Once you throw in another girl, we're outnumbered. I know, I I, I Not know by you count. think. I know women think, oh, there's only the two of us against the three of them. We're outmatched. We're outmatched. We're outwitted. We're fucked. The whole show is going to be about fucking tampons now. So, <laughs> kind of got like we kind of got to let it happen. Right. So that's where that time of the month is, you know, I, when I, whenever I would introduce Tipsy Tarot, like, oh, it's that time of the month again, you know, for the Scorpion Goddess too. Um, so as you listen uh, from here forward, or if you go back and listen to some of Juliet's previous episodes, they're, they're, they are very, very good. Uh, also, uh, most of our most popular episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. 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 You yeah. have a you following. have me on all the time then. People come in. I think, see, that's the thing is, here's the thing is, I don't think, I don't think you and I could, uh, could, could stand each other full time. That's because you're, I I think, I think that, I think that you and I would, you and I would clash and I'd have to tell you, I didn't hear what you said because I wasn't listening. You never (laughs) listen. That's why. See? See? 
but it's, it's the host's job to talk, Shut up, not to listen. I'm Scorpio, so we're opposite. So we will bump heads naturally because of that. And my rising is Taurus, so I'm gonna come off like a bull, anyways, like you. But unlike you, I am more open to what other people have to say, and I listen. So it'll be more of you. <laughs> See, here's the thing: I listen. Just you just afterwards. Said you listen. No, afterwards. In my car. <laughs> Matt listens. I listen to, man. to the podcast. I listen to everything you tried to say. And I I listen. I go through that. I go, it's like, all right, I cut, I know I cut her off, or I know I cut this person. This will happen to me. It's like I I cut them off. It's like, mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I should really work on that. And then I'll be trying to fucking lay a joke down and nobody will fucking let me finish. And I'll be like, you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> I'm not fixing me. <laughs> To please, to please them. them. I'm not the right. It's not the problem. <laughs> isn't me. Uh, so that's what I. I mean, it was just I. I, you know, I love having you on the show, but I also like. I feel like I kind of lose control of the show a little bit, and I, 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 I'd like to reach through the phone and kind of maybe strangle you. But, it's because I'm very dominant. We talked about this last time I was on. I have a very dominant personality, but I am reserved. But when I have something to say, people know I'm in the room. Right. Yeah. I'm that I'm that I'm that old bull that's in the corner that you, he's just laying there. He won't fuck with you. You fuck with him, you're going to have a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Like that bull's gonna get the and once he gets the it, it might take him a minute. It's like the one in the cartoons that it, that, I, that chalks I, his horns. <laughs> I love I love Tauruses. I really do. I have a lot of Taurus, like um like my mom and my grandfather Taurus. So there's a lot of Taurus energy already but i i like the energy that taurus is bring to like um to the world they're very sturdy but they're also just like you said like don't fuck with me and you guys are also very protective too so i i I love taurus's but you guys are also very like i'm just trying to chill and nap lazy no see that's a misconception no yeah it's lazy 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 is a poor term but they love to relax and be, you know, uh, what's the word? I'm a little tip. It's like wine and nine, but like a different word. 69. That too. <laughs> so. Ours can be very sensual beings. I think one of the, one of the things that even after a year, I, I have some interest in, in, in how it comes together because I too, I, I tend to listen back to what you have to say in the playback more so because while you're doing most of what you're doing while I'm hearing it and you know, I, I am listening. I'm not, I'm not digesting it as well as I, as, as I probably could because I'm doing other things. I'm getting the next segments ready. I'm getting things lined up, but uh, in the past, you've mentioned your spirit guides. You've mentioned uh, you mentioned, you talk a lot about astrology and, and I, I know the readings actually come from the cards and the, the, what, what the cards, where the cards kind of send you, you know, there's, there's certain meanings attached to each, each card and, and the things that are represented on each card, which you actually do a great job of explaining in real time as we go. But just take us, just walk us through the process of, okay, now you've got a couple drinks in you and I play your music and I say, okay, get your cards out. It's time. (laughs) What happens for you? What happens there? Because I, you know, we all know what the readings are. So, 
to start with, I do want to say that like um, with readings, you're going to get a variety of like different readers. And I think there is an issue in the tarot community where people claim that they're a tarot reader, but they only know book value versus intuitive readings. And I have learned uh, both, but I go more with my intuition and what my intuition says and like what the card itself could per se mean. Uh, but when I'm doing these readings on here, just before it's about to happen, I get a little nervous sometimes because I'm like, oh, cut. okay, I get nervous because one, the spotlight being on me, mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of it. And the reason why I'm not really a fan of it, it's like, I like the, like the fantasy of it, but when it happens, I don't really like it because I'm going to go on astrology a little bit, being a Scorpio and having a lot of like Scorpio slash eighth house placements, which are Scorpio ruled means that I don't want to be the center of attention. I want to be in the back, but I know what the fuck is going on. So when everyone knows, I don't want people knowing shit about me. I want to know everything. I want to know what nobody knowing about me. So when I do the readings, it makes me feel like I'm in this like kind of vulnerable state. But at the same time, once it starts coming, like once I say like five words, then it just kind of flows out. And I'm in I'm in my mode mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, and like. I don't know, I I like seeing that, like when I'm doing my readings, I know what I'm saying is just coming out and flowing. I trust 100 percent in what's happening, even if I don't understand what the hell I'm talking about. And I've noticed that when I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, that's when my best readings end up actually happening, especially with one-on-one clients, which is most of the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I really enjoy when I do the readings and then there's feedback where one of you guys is like, kind of like, right. sits back a little bit and is like, oh shit. And is like, oh, this is for me. Okay. You know, and, and I like hearing the feedback. I've noticed um, like last week I was saying something and Big Daddy actually reacted that I picked that I saw for like the first time because usually I'm on my phone mm-hmm. and Big Daddy is the last person to come in. So he's like on the fifth camera. So I can only see four. But this time I saw I saw you and I know I said something you were like and it was when I said something about three years in relationships and you kind of like. Mm. Mm. And um, I like when when I'm doing a reading. I can see that the other person or people are like feeling and it's resonating. They're like, okay, this makes sense for me. And then, you know, the, the dots are starting to connect because like when I'm doing readings, it's not to like, be like, I have all the answers. I don't have all the fucking answers, but what I do have is guidance and insight to give to people. And when I see people perceiving that, that's, that's what I love. And that's, that's what really makes me like happy. Mm-hmm. So there was one night in particular that, that struck me. You, you would, I don't even remember what the topic was, but you had said something and like you started to, you started to, to like laugh and like, there was nothing to laugh at. I mean, <laughs> at least we didn't realize it at first and you made the comment and, and, and stuck with me. And it's, this is one of the reasons I wanted to ask you some questions tonight. You said, my spirit guides are all laughing at me. And then you just, <laughs> and it was kind of a throw for you. It was a throwaway comment. You went on and, and, and we talked about whatever you were talking about, but that was interesting to me. I mean, so when you get in the zone, I mean, do you, are there, is it a, just a feeling of who's there? Is it a, 
so like you're you're not like playing to a studio audience i, I mean it, it's it's just a gut feeling of of yeah. these spirits around you yeah what i what i get is um i don't actually like hear sound right 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 no i when i say like i'm hearing them laughing i can like it's it's that energy of like you fucking dumbass. We know what's going on. And it's like, I can tell it's funny for them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. Like I, I, it's, it's more of a feeling that I get. Sure. Um, I, I work through feelings. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, it was interesting to me that you, you commented out loud about that. And then the other question I have is when you read us monthly, I mean, we're four or five of us on a zoom call versus when you're, you're reading for someone in particular, um, and you always preface the fact that you're, you're not only reading for us, but the audience and, and for, so is there a difference in the place where you go, I guess, mentally or spiritually to start that reading? Um, is there a different level of concentration or is it just, okay, this is how I'm doing it. And, a, and a, you know, a solid decision and, and off you go. Um, I think just like, I, like, I get a little nervous sometimes. Um, but once I just stop talking, like I said, like I just get into that flow of things and then I'm just, I'm in my own place. Like everything else is kind of irrelevant yeah, until yeah. I look up. I'm like, Oh yeah. And like another thing to kind of throw into is like, I know I've mentioned a few times, but I, I have ADHD. So it's so easy for me to get distracted. I'm like, wait, what the fuck was I talking about again? So that's another thing that like makes me nervous before I do my readings live because I can't just like pause and get whatever my distraction is out and get back into it. Um, because usually, um, never mind. but like, I, it's just like the distractions and stuff that, that kind of throw me off. But like, um, when I'm doing a reading, I really like doing general readings. Those are my favorite to do. But when I'm doing a reading for like a person, if I have an actual connection with them, the readings will come out more, um, I guess like that more information will come out because I can be like, okay, when I see these cards in this story that they're saying, this makes sense for you because I understand this situation. So I can understand more of what the cards are trying to say in the direction it's going in mm-hmm. versus like, um, like, I have two options that I do for readings. I'll either do a pre-recorded reading or a live reading. Pre-recorded readings, the reason why I like those is because, again, with the distractions, I can pause when I'm recording, and then I can listen back, and I'm like, okay, I remember what the fuck I was talking about, and then go back into it. But with the live readings, what I like is when I'm doing a live one-on-one reading with somebody, um, I'll go into something, and then they can be like, oh, yeah, like, this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, so that's why I was seeing this right here. And then I can connect better. So it has more of that personal touch where I can get more in there. Mm-hmm. But again, with the whole, like my distracting stupid ass ADHD really is a pain in the ass so, a lot of the time. So speaking of a personal touch, your cat is washing its ass right behind you oh, and you like re- yeah. really yeah. getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we do have, we do have another interview <laughs> lined up for this block. So, we do. Uh, Oh, we Let's, do? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, you, I don't know if you've ever been on the same show as staff writer Bill. 
but uh once and he was yeah. in mcdonald's because he didn't have wi-fi for whatever reason so you see because he's too cheap to pay for it <laughs> um Stafford bill is a very unique unique individual yeah and um so and he had he uh he sat down with he sat down uh for an interview with with, with a pretty uh pretty famous guy yeah not I, gonna brag but the guy's he's known worldwide you know, let's I I I thought my Michael Jackson uh collector collector interview that's coming up on the 19th of January it was a good get but I, I'm I I think staff writer Bill has me beat here because staff writer Bill has interviewed Santa Claus uh. <laughs> Hey guys uh, this is staff writer Bill here, and I'm here with Shitty Santa. And today we're gonna talk about Christmas. Get the fuck off me! Hand me the bell. So, Merry fucking Christmas, Bill. Love William. So I heard that Santa died last year, and now you're the new Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa died of COVID. You know, he had all the uh, had all the risk factors. He was old. But a lot of people didn't know this. Diabetic. Old diabetic. Old and diabetic. Everybody was leaving cookies and shit out for him, and he didn't want to. Like he, that was another thing too. Is his sugar was always running so goddamn high all through January. All right, he almost lost a leg. So here's the question: You're the new Santa. Does that mean you get the reindeer and Mrs. Claus? Well, I got, I did get the reindeer. Miss, Mrs. Claus, uh, you know, she ain't no, she ain't no beauty no more. I mean, uh, that ass is kind of sad. Her tits are nice, still nice tits. Nice tits. But her ass is kind of saggy, and it's, you know, and and she's such a bitch all the fucking time. Just nagging. So does that mean you get your eyes on the elves? Well, no, the elves. We had to, we had to put down the elves because, you know, there's only so many elves. Like in the world, you, you, the inbreeding becomes too much, and you, the the offspring become sterile with huge jaws. Big so jaws. big jaws, yeah. We had these huge jawed elves running around, with uh, you know just and they couldn't function on any like towards the end. You couldn't teach them. You couldn't teach them nothing. They would just like literally fling their own poo. <laughs> uh, like the workshop was just literally a huge toilet. So then uh, we, we reached out to China, and, and some of those uh, were able to commandeer some of those sweatshops for our own use. So I heard that there's a war on coal right now, and that it might be pretty valuable to get coal for Christmas. So a lot of people don't see it as much right now. Well, you know, you could look at it like people always looked at, oh, I got coal in my. You were able to keep your family warm for at least 20 minutes with a coal in your stocking. And nobody ever thought about that. Nobody ever. And that's, that's why coal in the stocking is a punishment. Because if you were a good kid, you'd be like, look, mommy, I got coal. We can be warm. Maybe grandpa will live. But no. I got coal in my stocking. And these kids today, they, they don't even get, you know, they don't even care. They don't even know what coal is. They're all worried about their fucking carbon footprints. Yeah. So no, I heard there's a major cost-cutting initiative happening right now. 
I heard with the raise in property values, you've been selling off some land you don't need. I heard that you know the reindeer have been dropped off at the butcher shop. Like I, I, well, I hear things real. It's not like it used to be up there. No, it's not like it used to be. We don't even need the fucking reindeer anymore. I mean, like uh, with with you know, there's limitless uh, ways of of getting things from one place to another. You don't you don't need some fat guy in a sled once you're fucking up the like. You know how many airplanes that almost hit me. Like, and I, I figured out after a while, like, I'm, I'm the asshole, right? Because, like, they don't expect me there. They've got, there's millions of people trying to get to where they're going, and there I am fucking flying around. Anyway, so we just cut that shit out. Yeah, uh, I had Vixen steaks the other night. Vixen they were steak. fucking delicious. Oh, dude, that's probably the best thing. They were. Dude, they dropped that breaking and entering charge from last year. Yeah, well, I made the mistake of going, uh, you know, going down the chimney of an atheist, and uh, I called the cops. It was a whole big thing. I was explaining to the cops. I said, "Look, I'm fucking Santa Claus," and uh, you know. But uh, I think it was the fact that I had all of his silverware uh, in my bag. That it wasn't real silver. It was real silver. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's free. It's with the cookies and milk. I'm like, right? I, right. Well, that's the thing. I've listened. I've with been dropping shit off to this yeah. fuck's house. I mean, I've been going. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying right. And I didn't know he was. Is he like fifty? Like you, you, how can you be an atheist and every Christmas wake up with a fucking Christmas present that you didn't buy for yourself? So you go, how did this Christmas present get here? Oh, maybe it fucking evolved there. No, it was a miracle. I heard there is somebody more important on Christmas than you. I want to know if this is true. They're telling me there's. This guy named Jesus Christ, that he's our Lord and Savior, that he's the reason for the season, not you. I mean, technically, you know, he's the reason. He's the reason for know, the season, for the folks. Season. There you go. But, uh, Merry Christmas, not happy holidays. That's, I mean, we can say happy holidays. What's wrong with that? It's a war on Christmas. We, we go over this every year. Steiner, you know what you're saying, Steiner. Yeah, if somebody says happy holidays, that's fine. I don't care. It's a real beard. It's a real beard, yeah. A lot of fake Santa Claus. I'm Santa Claus. Right, Christmas Eve is a holiday. Christmas Day is a holiday. New Year's Day is a New Year's Eve is a holiday. New Year's Day is a holiday. There's fucking four holidays right there. And I mean, even if you want to get into the like, okay, there's other holidays. There's yeah. there's the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. There's that one. It's, it's a pretty it's, liberal, it's over, right? I mean, that's pretty that's liberal over now, Santa Claus here. I don't think I'm a liberal Santa Claus. I'm just a fucking rationalist. I mean, how fucking hard is it? You don't know what somebody else believes. It doesn't even fucking make sense. Just say happy holidays. You can say Merry Christmas if you want. I don't give a shit. But I'm not going to chastise somebody for saying happy holidays. Well, guys, you heard it here first. Santa Claus has moved on to the other side in the war on Christmas. What other side? I don't know. Those people that get mad when you say the word. It starts with a C and ends with a must. You didn't even ask me what I wanted for Christmas. I don't care. I haven't cared what you wanted for Christmas and in 15 years. And here I years. wanted you to be happy. Look at that. Well, guys, there you have it. The world's shittiest Santa Claus. <laughs> wow. That was a interviewing Santa Claus. That was really good. I had to put my mic on mute. That was... I like the rationalist Santa. <laughs> I mean, there's so many <laughs> holidays from, from November to, to January. It just makes sense. I agree with that. <laughs> You, you can... That was that was really funny. 
Thank you. I think if Thank I showed my dad, he, my dad, he has a really good laugh. And when he cracks up, he does the knee slap. And I'm pretty sure I want to, I'm going to show him that on Christmas Eve because he's going <laughs> to think it's really, I'm not going to show him anything of me, but I'm going to show him that. Uh, so I don't normally do this for some reason. Mike was unable to, with me having it listed private, Mike was unable to um, access it. So I listed it public. So that video all by itself exists. Yes. On the Media Virus YouTube channel. And I was, I was, I've, I've been holding on to that for a week. <laughs> yeah, the original uh, plan was to do it last week. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was. It wasn't even that plan. And here's the thing: if I'd have done it last week, it wouldn't have been nearly as funny because the, the 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 yards of it's that six minutes. We had literally 15 minutes, and that was the best of you know kind of what happened. Because yeah, because there was no script, there was no thought, there was no like he wrote questions all his own. I I thought of concepts. Like I thought, like the concept of all the elves being inbred, I thought was fucking hilarious. Oh, and the Jesus comment was so funny. But I'm gonna just throw this in there. We all know Jesus wasn't born in December. There's no fucking way a Capricorn would be that selfless. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I just had a viewer question come through over here on my side. Uh, Marshall <clears throat> wants to know. Uh, did staff writer Bill break Santa's boner when he plopped down on his lap? No, because Santa didn't Santa didn't have a boner to, until after he plopped down on his okay, lap. Yeah. It so, wasn't until all you could see how you see how red Santa was turning as as fucking staff writer Bill um you know was sitting on, on Santa's lap. You could see how how red it got. Uh it wasn't until you know, he was able to get all the blood back into his body. <laughs> he got then, then he, then he, then he got the erection because it was. I got more turned on than he, he got off me. It was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, and just around, just to round out the segment since we got, since we have you know folks watching. Uh, we have, uh, do we have this, the Santa Claus? Did you grab that bit? The Santa the, the call from, from last year? Uh, I, let me, I'm going to need a moment, but I can get it. I just need you want to, you want to, you want to bring it, you want to, no, I'm going to, I'm going to break and then come back into it. No, I, I, know, I know exactly where it is. I'm going to play us out with it. So just, uh, All right. talk to monk, talk amongst yourselves for a moment. <clears throat> Put it on TikTok. Do part one of shitty Santa. Part two of Shitty Santa. I think it would get more reach on TikTok than it would on YouTube. I haven't posted to TikTok since last Christmas, I think. That doesn't matter. You can go viral with no posts. I think it's really I I think it's really fucking funny. So thank you. So here we go. Uh last year, Santa called in to to leave us a message. He dialed 646-VIRUS-01. That's 646-VIRUS-01. Same number you can call if you want to give us a message. And I'll open up the phones in the B block. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Santa's phone call from last year. We'll be right back after this. Ah. Hold on. After this. Ho, 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 ho. 
Hello, boys and girls, and all the genders from around the spectrum. It's your old pal Santa Claus with some tips for a merrier Christmas. Did you know that Santa is extra generous to the children with moms who can take a Yule log and slurp the eggnog? Ho, 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 ho. It's true. And that's why your neighbor down the street is getting a PS5 and you're getting socks. I would like to remind all of the Oregon children to go into daddy's sock drawer and get the baggie of white powder and hide it on the third branch from the bottom next to the blue ornament on the tree for a fun Christmas secret. And to all those good little boys and girls that don't get what you want this Christmas, it's not because you were naughty. It's because your parents don't love you. And either do I. <laughs> we almost sound professional sometimes. Sometimes. Once in a while. Almost. Don't let it go to your head.